0: Just a warning this episode will contain spoilers. Come back to this episode once you've read My Favorite Half Night Stand by Christina Lauren.
1: hey besties welcome back to boozy book talk i'm andy
0: i'm ren and i'm jen and yay! Yay! Back!
1: welcome Guys. Back. it's been a hot minute i think we last recorded literally like early november
0: oh yeah was november 9th our last episode no the we had some patient, patient, was, patient. Was, but oh, we recorded
1: it, those it. the same
0: day oh true so
2: like way so the Oh my God, that was a long time ago.
0: It was, oh my yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so today,
2: what's today? Today's February fourteenth, Ren. Hey, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day! I'm single, of course. I've always been. So
1: I am too. It's okay.
2: I'm I celebrating do. with you guys today. Exactly, Valentine's Day. See, exactly. But yeah, I'm so happy to be back. I feel like I've needed this. I read a good amount of books during the break, so I feel mm-hmm. like I have some under my belt for us to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um but I think we should address something that may might feel different or sound different when you're listening. Um Sahara is no longer doing the podcast with us. Still great friends, just she just was got got really busy with other things um and wanted to focus on her bookstagram and her business and we totally get that. So you should definitely go follow her um bookstagram Etsy account at simply Sahara Co on Instagram
0: yeah and like there's honestly no hard feelings we're all still great friends and we still have our group chat together that we talk on all the time yes Um, sahara if you're listening we love you yeah and she knows that she's always welcome back if she wants yeah we always said always open
2: exactly so from the beginning like we were always friends first and then like did the podcast second one of us
1: second Exactly.
2: exactly And if one of us just wasn't like they wanted to pursue other things or just didn't feel like anymore, that would be totally fine. So we're definitely so we still wanted to do it. So we're still down. Um, But yeah, that's really about it. I just wanted to put that out there in case you realize that she's no longer on the podcast.
0: I mean, I think at first I got a little PTSD because it reminded me of, like, Little Mix in One Direction, if you know, you know. Yeah, if you know,
1: but, you know. <laughs> you know. Lu- Luckily, you know, she didn't leave, leave mid-season. Like, right, right. Like a certain somebody left mid to her We don't, you know.
0: Right. She, but... totally. <laughs> and like we like we said, we all still love each other. It's We have a good friendship, so. And yes. we're looking forward to continue. Yes.
1: And we all still read. Sahara still is a big reader. Like Yeah, exactly. Said, she has her book <laughs> you know so she
2: she gave up reading she said it's not for
1: (laughs) me yeah she decided she's illiterate
2: (laughs) me literally i can never even read (laughs) um yeah so also during winter break we all made our own individual bookstagram accounts
1: jen why don't you give a shout out to at books and bistros hey Uh
0: (laughs) Yeah, I made a new bookstagram slash foodstagram because I love food. Who doesn't love food? Well, actually, i a food new
2: but... person over here. Exactly.
0: Okay. <laughs> but I, I always go out to eat and I love reading, obviously, hence the podcast. But I just needed like a separate outlet and to kind of like infuse my likes. So I made books and bistros. So it's books Woo! and bistros on Instagram and TikTok. It's been a, okay. Not a Also, journey, I looked mine so. up. And
2: it's books with dot ren. Cute. Nothing crazy. I
0: don't have we any love,
2: behind that. But books we with love. Ren. Books with dot ren.
0: Exactly. Okay. And we can't forget the amazing reading in ABC. Love <laughs> it.
1: Iconic.
0: <laughs> so good.
1: Yes. Yes, my bookstagram reading in ABC aka reading in an Andy's book corner, you know, we can Chef's
0: kiss. <laughs> that was Andy's a shower done thought already.
1: done right. Thank oh you. Oh my god, a
2: shower thought. The best thinking comes in the shower. Exactly.
1: Oh no, definitely. And that was a shower thought. So
2: Yeah, I mean, go follow it if you like. You don't have to. I yeah. post like once in a blue
0: moon. <laughs> We're forcing you to follow us. That's the point. plugging. Right. <laughs> I'm just kidding yeah, go find yeah one you, you
2: like you can keep up with our current reads like obviously we read other books besides the one we do for the podcast so I think that'll be fun to see I mean I'm, I'm currently in my Harry Potter journey reading wow. them yes yeah it's been fun as a kid I read like I don't know what I read up to I have my old um, Half-Blood Prince but I don't remember reading it but like the pages are tabbed so I guess I did but I started reading them in third grade and like I definitely didn't read all of them obviously so I'm kind of just feels like I'm reading them for the first time at least especially like after like Goblet of Fire and on but yeah yeah, it's it's been fun I've been documenting my journey with Harry Potter reading it at least but it's been fun so um if you're a Harry Potter fan or care about what I'm reading then yeah but more like a Harry Potter fan.
1: Girl, you don't have to keep going. Like they'll follow you. Literally. You say Harry Potter, they're you really don't own.
2: have to. But that'd be nice.
1: Is Half Blood Prince your current read?
2: Yes. Honestly, yeah. I think it's my favorite so far. Really? Yeah. It's I'm like gonna nice. be
1: honest, it's my least favorite movie. So that's really
2: it's my least favorite my brother's least favorite movie too.
0: Yeah, because it's, it's boring. No, it's not order of the phoenix is boring as a movie it is i like the oh, first
2: okay. half that's it and then the last part it's like okay
1: fair fair
0: but Goblet like of fire is my, my
2: favorite yeah me too couple of fire deadly hollows yeah
1: Deathly hollows part two particularly it i put the them movies. together though i put them together too well yeah, yeah yeah if you work. put them together obviously obviously but if we're getting into specifics
2: yeah so what are you reading andy
1: um I am currently reading Beach Read I started it a little bit ago paused it to read a few other things but I am restarting it so I'm very excited because I know you two have differing opinions so I'm excited to see where I lie I
0: think you're gonna lie on the right side which is my side so right of course right exactly I don't not
2: like it I like it just that's it
0: mm, okay okay and I like people we meet on vacation.
2: Oh, flans aren't this anyway. <laughs> Jen, what are you reading?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually just finished reading um, the Love Hypothesis yesterday. I loved it so much. I was did so- you actually did? I gave it a five. It's my first five this year. Oh, um, yeah. Um, I was holding off so much for certain reasons that I think because you're a hater. You did- that's yeah. For we can foremost. say it because it's a Raylo fanfic. It's a Raylo fanfiction, and not she doesn't think not Adam Driver Driver's hot. Yeah, Adam Driver. Um, probably I know, for, is a I you know for a fact. I know for a fact he's not hot.
2: Okay, yeah, guys, we have, hot. we have different. Who have different opinions? <laughs> I don't think he's hot either. But I love you. Love Star Wars. That's a difference, I guess. Why I kind of was like, I'll still read it.
1: Yeah. Are you a Raylo stan No. Okay. Cute. No. Thank no. God. I'm not
2: a Raylo fan now. Anyway, I just needed to make sure. I love that it was Jen's first five star of the year. I love that for her.
1: You have you already had a five star of the year
0: run? Um. Oh yeah, Harry Potter. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually technically Harry Potter was my first five star, but I already I had already rated that, so I reread it. So I don't think. Oh. I, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it doesn't count.
1: So yeah. Okay. So obviously it's been a while since we've been on here. A lot's going on in our lives. So what's been happening? How are we all doing?
2: I'm surviving. You know, I'm back to school. Working. I got a job for the semester with a criminal defense attorney. That's going well.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, Yeah, it's really about it. Just reading in my spare time. I have no life besides that in school, so nothing crazy.
0: Fair. You, Andy? I... Graduated
1: from college over the break, so yes, everyone's here. Yes. I, actually, like, it's I know I haven't actually had like a graduation because I graduated early, so I'll actually have like a celebration in June. But I finished in December, and I mean, is it really a podcast episode if I'm not in a different location? I've been in like four different <laughs> locations of More like early. all of our episodes, um, so I have since moved again um not saying where i live but i live in a place um and i'm just working right now um i'm actively like looking at like adult jobs but right now i work as a server at a little cute brunch place um and literally my life is honestly the same as yours ren just minus the school thing now i just work and i read and get fast food when i feel like dragging myself out of bed that's
2: it what fast so,
1: food i mean I, I switch it up um but i go on kicks like i'll have like the same thing for like two three weeks and then i'm like okay next thing um lately it's been the kfc beyond chicken nuggets oh
0: hmm. i love chicken never nuggets. Had that. i
1: never yeah, had that
0: i love chicken nuggets th-
1: they're new and i had to try them because as people know or may not know i don't eat meat and
2: right. oh, i didn't even put you into the other beyond was like
1: yeah um and i mean it, vegetarian life if you aren't if you're a vegetarian are you really if people don't tell you whenever a restaurant comes out with a new uh, beyond option so my literally like 10 people were like oh my god you have to try the beyond kfc so i tried
0: it and it's actually pretty good um sure. so i've been on a kick for that lately i love that for you and i love that the, ha- the chicken nuggets are giving you happiness it's yes like serotonin. exactly I get it now what about you Jen what's
1: been going on with you
0: honestly I've literally had no life all I do is work and sleep and read but um literally even when I'm at home I work sometimes but sometimes lately I've been getting so tired that I just go home and go straight to sleep
1: as you should because then guess what you're not
0: doing working you're not Exactly, exactly exactly But yeah, I mean, this weekend's been nice because I've I've just been chilling. I've not looked at my emails because I feel like I'm also a workaholic. So. I'm so proud. Right? Everyone cheer. Oh
2: yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm so chilling. proud of you.
0: It's you always check your always feel guilty. No, it's a weekend. Enjoy a weird time. So what are we drinking today, besties? You know, coming back for season two, I was like, I can't have another seltzer. Because
1: season one was the season <laughs> of seltzer. I feel like we all were always having seltzers. So now, wait. <laughs> I realize it's kind of funny because literally Sahara only had non-alcoholic seltzers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't even saying it like that. Just because I feel like I always had like a white claw. Anyway, um, but so I've you know we've we've grown we've moved past white claws. So um, instead today I have a Malibu Strawberry Daiquiri, yeah. um, and it's delicious. I strongly recommend it to everybody malibu sponsor
0: it sounds really good actually that does sound good i love malibu yeah it. i don't i don't love coconut but i
1: do like malibu and this doesn't have like a soup this in particular isn't very coconutty
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but it is dangerous because you can't taste an ounce of alcohol in
0: it so those are the most dangerous yes ren what are you drinking
2: I haven't moved on from seltzers just because I don't like. I used to, I don't want to say like I was a big drinker, but I was big into socially drinking. I'll go out a lot. So I feel like now I don't really go out or like drink. So I really have whatever is in my fridge. So I have seltzers. I have Vizzie's again. Um, This flavor is blackberry lemon, but I'm almost done it. So I'm going to pop open this one. And it is watermelon strawberry. Remember Harry's flavor? There you go. Love that. Yeah, right. But yeah, what about you, Jen?
0: Actually, so our client is a beer company and they're called South Norte. And they're coming up with like some new canned cocktails that are going to be launching soon in like April. And we got like a little box since we're the PR team. We got a little box of like a PR package. A a variety pack. Yeah and i'm trying it out oh my so, god you yeah. got a review a first taste review
2: literally. on live on our podcast
1: what what flavor is that what are you drinking
0: it's called this one's called matador so but it has tequila pineapple and fresh lime
2: oh so yeah that's my i of trying to drink
0: i haven't tasted it so okay it's so a okay, live so review yeah, but, yeah no. literally well, go for literally. it literally let's see Oh my god, no! Actually, Good? I like it. Like I love it. Yeah. <sighs> okay, I need to try it. it. Let me I know really when it comes out. Really launch. Love- Look at your shelves at your local stores in April. Cute. In April, they're launching in April. Is there other know.
2: flavors or that. just that one so far?
0: No, no, no. There's um matador. There's a paloma and a mule a mexican mule so the mexican mule is like a moscow mule but it's like right with mexican tequila, West tequila i would love that
2: i love mules yeah. i'm gonna definitely go for that
0: one and paloma it's literally you guys have tried that right so, no but i've never no of
2: the fruit yeah i never tried it though
0: what does this one have
2: i thought i see it on tiktok a lot that fruit like in bretman rock just eat it i don't know if you guys follow him
0: it's it's uh, also girl but,
1: are you talking about a pomelo
2: Oh.
0: I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Paloma. I was like, we're talking about different things now. Yeah, yeah. So basically <laughs> all of these cocktails will have tequila because they're Mexican-inspired. Mm-hmm. Right. But they'll have, too. like, a little twist to them. So
2: look out for them. Yeah, we're excited. I think we did a first review on our podcast. They
0: they literally got free PR work out of you right now. They did, and I'm, they're my client. <laughs> like, what? where's my PR package? Just kidding. Exactly. No, it's actually pretty good. Uh, cute I'll have to try it in April wink wink tea maybe I'll get you a box I'll get you some Andy <gasps> oh my god <laughs> so moving on our second part of our podcast which is the main part which is the book part <laughs> that didn't even grow up right?
1: you have said part a little bit more I don't think you said the word "part."
0: I, I can't talk obviously brain power is yeah. not there it's Literally, okay it's not there. it went down when my power went down Yeah, because Jen's
1: power went down right before we started. Oh, literally, yeah, we
0: had some technical difficulties. So
1: yes, that's how Jen's life's going. Her power went out.
0: Yeah, my brain power is slowly coming back on.
1: Yeah, it's okay. It happens. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, but actually, though, coming back with season two, you know, we're changing things up. We decided we're a book club, but it's a book club with the three of us and all of you, and we've decided we're going to be picking books instead of just kind of like all of us picking a book we're gonna rotate who picks the book that we discussed and go from there so this week we're doing wren's pick which is gonna be my favorite half night
0: stand
2: we love christina lauren let <laughs> me nice just we say do. that
0: we're all christina lauren here. <laughs> yeah.
2: we are yes we love her we love them sorry it's two people can't forget yes. love it's them, christina
1: so and lauren Yes, and christina and lauren if you're listening and or you. if either of you are listening we love you <laughs> we
2: love you forever
1: be be my valentine
2: <laughs> okay so millie morris has always been one of the guys a uc santa barbara professor she's a female serial killer expert who's quick with def- deflection joke and terrible at getting personal and she just like her four best guy friends and fellow professors is single. Her and her circle of friends decide to change this and make a pact that they will join an online dating service together. There's only one hitch. After making the pact, Millie and one of her guys, guy friends, Reed Campbell, secretly spend a half night of their lives together, but mutually decide that the friendship would be better off strictly platonic. While the guys are getting quality matches and potential dates, Millie's first profile attempt garners nothing but dick pics and creepers. Enter Catherine, Millie's fictional profile persona in whose make-believe shoes she can be more vulnerable than she's ever been in person. Soon, Catherine and Reed strike up a digital pen pal ship, but Millie can't resist temptation in real life either. Soon Millie will have to face her worst fear, intimacy, or risk losing her best friend forever ah oh my god the I drama the drama literally literally. so when i picked this like me and jen were like really in a christina lauren kick in like in december yeah and we both read it together we buddy read it read it buddy read it yeah, yes. yeah. so we loved it so I much really I feel
1: really like, buddy read it that's cute yeah. yes
0: it was we read, so much fun. We buddy read a couple of books in the winter because we were both in a slump and we were trying mm-hmm. to like help each other oh, be out of the slump. Uh, Yeah,
1: Right. Yeah. I remember Jen said you said that like buddy reading helped you. So,
0: yeah. So, yeah. I think we buddy read um Josh and Hazel's Guide, right? No,
2: I read that. Well, no, read? I already read
0: that. But you oh, wait, read it, it in after. The holidays, in the holidays.
2: Yeah. It was this and um, in, in, in the holidays yes, together. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah. so we were in a Christina Lauren kick and we be- and we were like, we just need to read this. Like, I think I saw on TikTok, it was like a friends to lovers mm-hmm. relationship and like obviously half night stand. I love like a one night stand type of trope too. And I really don't feel like I don't really read many of them. So I was like, this is perfect. We reread it. We're obsessed. I, this book, I, it shocked me how good it was. Yes,
1: I. Very underrated.
2: It, it is so underrated. And recently Christina Lauren agreed. Up. Yes. We're on the right mind track. We really were ahead of the game with this being underrated. But I feel like books I've read recently that kind of add too many new, like, modern things, like, online dating, texting, or stuff like that. It just comes off so cringy. (laughs) And, like, I haven't liked it. But this is perfect. Like, everything – The typical modern dating romance is so good and seamless the way like they write it the way conversation and banter goes like it's not awkward it fits perfect and I love it it's so good so like that's also like I feel like a big like I feel like you know this Valentine's Day a lot of people couples I know I feel like I've been meeting online and I feel like this is like like peak modern dating and it's perfect I loved it
0: yes so
2: what did you, rate, what did you rate, it? rate it yeah oh so I wrote a 4.5 out of five just because I've been trying to reserve my fives but honestly I'm over that I'm giving it a five
0: <laughs> I love that for you <laughs> it's As you so should. good I've
2: been trying to be picky with it but like I like reading things just how it makes me feel like how the initial feeling of it like mm-hmm. when I finish it or when I'm reading and this just like had me so like giddy and excited when I was reading it I couldn't put it down and yeah so I'm giving it a five
0: what I loved about this book in general okay I everyone knows well not everyone but you guys know you meaning Andy and Ren that I lean on enemies to lovers like that's my favorite but what I loved about this book it's like you there's so much tension and there's so much like angst in a different way because literally the whole time I'm just nervous about like her getting caught and her not saying the truth
2: mm-hmm. and like it,
0: it literally bites her in the ass at the end like mm-hmm. she could have just came clean the whole time and she had many opportunities to do so but I I also just love this book because I relate to Millie a lot in the sense yes. that like she does not like to open up she does not like to be vulnerable she she literally she's good at giving advice and like her friends know that they can count on her but she's not Not that I didn't see it that, like, she doesn't, she doesn't, like, want to have that same. Because, okay, let me backtrack. I know that her friends kind of struggled with her not wanting to be opened, Mm -hmm. like, to open up more. And for me, I saw it in a way that, like, it's just very hard sometimes to, like, open up. Like, it's not easy for everyone. And I saw that in Millie. Like, that's literally me. Yeah. So, and then I also, sorry, what's up? I was gonna say, so what'd you rate it? oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I rated. Oh wait, I wasn't done, but I could go. It. No, no. If you're
1: not
2: done, oh, just keep done. on going, and then she'll read it after.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I also actually loved that. Usually the guy messes up, and in this book, she's the one who messed up, and she had to grovel and like try to win him back. And I yes. fucking loved that. I loved that like little twist. That, that was like, one of my favorite part. not yes, like, yes. just that. It's so different. Yes. Same. yeah. I fucking loved that she was the one who had to ask for forgiveness, and she fucked up because she obviously catfished him, her friend. But, yes. but I—that's Chef's kiss to me. Like the, it was just so different. It was so refreshing. I gave yes. it a, I gave it a four point five. I, I like Ren. I, I'm reserving my fives. I, I, I don't know. Like I, I don't know that I would give it a five. But I think, like, I just. I don't want to like just hand them out to any book and not that this is any book it's just I don't know that I could give it a five but I know it's not a new
2: year different type rating process I get it
0: like I four by five like basically almost perfect just like five is not an amazing book yeah literally like I love this book what about you Andy
1: yeah I so I finished it last night um so I'm fresh (laughs) off of the reading and anytime I just finish reading a book it's hard if I really love it. It's hard to not be like five out of five. So I did rate it a five out of five, and I am gonna stick to that Good, honestly, as you should. Um, because originally I was between four point five and five, but then I realized I gave Josh and Hazel a four point five, which honestly I do think Josh and Hazel is a five out of five for me. Um, so, but I was like, if I gave Josh and Hazel four point five, I can't. But I like. I don't know. I mean, I can't really explain my yeah, mind. I can't choose really, which I one, I one I like more. more. Oh, it's, it's hard explained. to
2: compare. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. But so but, I was just like thinking about how I rated that and I was like, okay, I think they're both five out of five. So I gave this a five out of five because I really, I mean, I'll, honestly, I can't really say much more than you guys. I both said about how much you feel love about it because generally all of the things you said you love about it, I feel the exact same way. I, I loved both Millie and Reed so, so, so much. I I call every book characters, like all of them, they're all my babies. But like genuinely, they're my babies. I love them. Millie and this book especially felt very personal to me. Because for anyone who doesn't know, I was a student of UC Santa Barbara. (gasps) In which they were professors. (laughs) I know. Wow. The reveal. I actually think I said that honestly before, but... (laughs) I went to UC Santa Barbara and this book takes place at UC Santa Barbara and there were so many little like things that were mentioned that were like places or like restaurants that were in the area that I knew and I it's such a small little details, but I loved that. Like there's the the cafe that they always go to is called Caje and that's in like the little town right off of the campus. And when they mentioned it the first time, I literally screamed. I was like, oh, my God, Kaj, that's so cute. Um, And I also really heavily related to Millie um, in the sense that she, like, opens up but surface-level things to certain people. And she struggles to really get deep in there with things. Um, And I also really related to the fact that she, like, realized she didn't really have friends, which, like, obviously you guys are my friends I have friends but like when I think back to my childhood I'm like oh I didn't really I I have I had a best friend I have had best friends you know but I I, I understood that that she that feeling she had that feeling of basically just being alone at the end of the day and like a feeling like you can't open up to people because you don't want to be a burden to them
2: yeah also like they didn't know each other from home they met like they they haven't been friends for so many years it's been like what two years they've been like close i guess so it's a little new so it's like if you don't know somebody from your hometown and Mm -hmm. like you're meeting as an adult you can't just like just throw all your shit on them and they're like in their late 20s early 30s you can't just throw all that shit on them Mm -hmm. like right like it just feels i can understand why even like additional to just being guarded but like why mm-hmm. I feel reserved? It's like, how do you even mention those things? You know? Mm-hmm. And they can they can ask you and they can prompt it, but like, you don't always feel like wanting, you don't always feel like their desire to get into a deep conversation, you know? Mm-hmm. So I get that.
1: Definitely. And like, when she was explaining in one of her perspective chapters about like why she is that way, and it comes from her childhood and like after her mom passed and her dad, her essentially feeling like a burden to her parent, her dad, and her sister and things that's where I really related because I was like the kid who was always like okay get on with your story like okay move on okay like who cares you know like I felt like I was never fully listened to as a kid so that like really reflects in how I am as an adult now and I when I read that I literally started crying because I was like whoa girl settle down No. I, um, not crying because I was like I don't know. I'm depressed, but just crying because it's just like wow. Like I Somebody really I,
2: gets it. Yeah. Millie
1: really, really gets it. And I just love Christina Lauren. They're they're just so good at like really fleshing out characters. Yes. Like they are not just one note. Like there's so much to them. And I just love them.
0: Yeah. And what I loved about the book was that like in other books, like I kind of lean towards one character, whether that's the guy or the main girl, but I love mm-hmm. read and Millie individually and I actually yes. I loved their whole friend group as a whole as well because they all had like their own little personalities and quirks and they just mixed so well together like you can yeah. see that their friendship was so strong that's yes. a good point like I do realize I do the same like I always kind of pick a, a certain like there's
2: usually two main characters in romance I right. usually pick the one but I realize that's a good point I did this one I don't have favorite like I feel like it's also helped when there's dual perspective
0: yes but, yes like
2: the char- all the characters are great and, like, i think we need to point this out people ask me about this book i always say it is literally new girl to me it like is. three of us love new girl and yes. this yes. is like new girl in a book like 100 it is so funny like the group dynamic like the way they banter off each other like there's parts in the book like where there's like i am chats and um you can like see like they're bantering through i am and like or, yeah i am on their campus pages but like it's so funny because like it can come off so awkward but for them it doesn't at all like it feels like they're kind of just jumping back and forth with each other and like exactly. I felt like, like I've highlighted parts in the book like they're jokes and I just feel like there's stuff like Schmidt would say or Winston would yeah, say
0: Winston.
2: <laughs> yeah and Winston's my favorite character in, in like New Girl like out of the group so okay. I feel like parts like where he would like say just remind like it reminded me of them I just loved it so much and like I also think i loved it a lot because i have like a couple group of friends my one group of friends at school now it's like me another girl but it's like all guys originally and it just feels like i'm like their banter when they make jokes feels like i'm with my friends that's what it felt like it feels very like naturally with the way they wrote it and the group dynamic is just so good like clearly reed and amelie are um nick and Jack.
0: yeah Come except, except that like Reed is more—he knows who he is—whereas Nick's like looking for himself. Nick's a dumbass. So. Yeah, exactly. Reed, but, Reed is emotionally mature. Yes, yes, exactly. That's that's see exactly that's when like the conflict comes up where like she's afraid to open up, and all he does is want Millie to be ready for that. She like he's he's yeah. been ready, and like he wants her to open up, but that's his issue with her that she won't but actually okay backtracking i see ed and alex as winston and schmidt like yes! <laughs> literally <laughs> alex like, is is schmidt to me yeah, ed, is winston. ed yes. is winston yes yes yeah for sure
1: i what's funny is i was going to say actually that hang on one second okay what i was gonna say is You guys had told me how when you read this, it was a very new girl. Mm -hmm. And I fully agree. Very new girl. Their whole dynamic and everything is new girl to a T. Girl, guy, best friends, you know, all that. But I really couldn't identify them completely with one character. Like, they all, there would be moments when I was like, oh my god, Chris is so
2: coach yes i was thinking the same thing or winston like the way
0: they Win- were but then i was
2: saw- gonna say
1: but then i was gonna but then there'd be moments when i was like
2: he's actually so winston
1: or he's actually so schmidt like all all the all of the characters all had different archetype traits of those characters which i really loved i love that they weren't just like mixing you know like this is this and this right because i mean i don't know if the book is inspired by the show or anything probably not but, but probably
2: not but could you imagine, though? It takes place yeah. in, in California, and so does New Girl. So.
1: And also, there were there were a lot of things that I was like, I feel like could be. Because she's
0: also from Seattle. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. She is. They're, yeah. te- they're teachers. I think we need to ask them. We need to ask, literally.
1: I think so, too. And, like, Jess is far more, like, eccentric, eccentric, eccentric in, like, a lighthearted sense. Yes but Millie is also very eccentric just like into the darker sense of that yeah she's very like a
2: dark sense of humor like really she's really good at been band- like having banter with the guys yes not that Jess didn't but like her person Millie's personality is like like it is have a mix of Jess but in a different way I totally agree yeah yeah
1: like I, I feel I really loved also that I didn't feel like it was like Jess and Nick like, yeah for sure it it felt like 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 Ren was kind of just saying like there was a lot of Nick and Millie, in my opinion, but then and but there's also a lot of Jess. But then same with Reed, there's a lot of Nick, but also a lot of Jess, you know. So, like, again, not that the book is inspired by it, but like, yeah, it was just such a like fun way to compare it, really.
0: Also, you guys were saying that Chris, you saw him as like coach and Winston. I actually saw coach and like Cece in him because he's more like logical, Oh my god. I, what's that's funny perfect. Is I literally <laughs> yeah.
1: didn't even think of CC being either. the characters,
0: but you're so right. Like, he's more of the logical guy. Like, he's so more, like, grounded. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's Cece. Yeah. They...
1: Chris and Reed had the dynamic that yes. Jess and uh, Cece have.
2: Yeah, Yeah, like, Winston's a little too goofy to play Chris.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They de- Yeah, they definitely had, like, all... But what was funny is I felt like I saw when I the scene where they're at his dad or hit um Reed's family's place and his sister Rame or I don't honestly know how you say I her say name I say Rame too but I don't um know. but like when she showed up it felt very much and like all the guys were drooling it felt very much like when Cece was introduced to the guys
0: yes yes oh my yeah. god yeah
1: <laughs> and the way that they were all like jaw dropped like yeah. drooling
0: Oh my God.
2: I see I love the new girl comparison so like anybody who watches new girl if you don't have I hope you have read the book if you're listening but like if you're gonna tell your friends to read a book and they love new girl like this is it like my one friend I think we told Bridget like our, we yeah, have we a friend Bridget, Bridget yeah. and me, me Jen and her watched new girl together and like she knew we were doing this book for the podcast and I was like new girl it's new girl and you're gonna love it and she's like she was all about it from there <laughs>
0: <laughs> shout out to bridget for being our supporter love shout you out bridget. To bridget. <laughs> she really is like one of our true supporters literally love you b
2: um i also like feel concerning the group dynamic i think like you've seen a lot of shows like okay for example new, new girl like jess and nick were like, kind of like at points they were the closest obviously because they liked each other and like Like they felt like they were like best friends before they dated and like that's like Millie and Reed like I feel like it's nice when you see you can like see in the book when they had the group dynamics that it was kind of like they were all friends as a group but like on the side like Millie and Reed had like that deep connection and I loved seeing like I don't know like like he would pick up food and go over Millie's house and they would text like individually and they're, like, I just loved that part of it, because I feel like you can really see, like, that's why I love a good about a good friend's lover, is it just feels real, and, like, that's true in every, every friendship, even if it's, like, not a guy and a girl friendship, like, sometimes in, like, those big group settings, like, you have a friend that just feels like your person within the group, mm-hmm. and I just love that aspect of it. I love seeing, like, their band turn, like, they had their own deep connection outside the group, but it also yeah, didn't feel like the other group people were, like, side characters. I felt like Mm-hmm. It was a group like they were not as side characters as like other books they were all kind of included
1: yes they it, uh they it's so obvious that they were each other's person like yeah. through and through and like there's one moment where millie was remembering uh i think it was like when she was realizing she was in love with him and she's remembering a time that they went to the beach together and she's like describing it and they were talking about it was like pretty early on in their friendship and they were talking about, I don't even know what, but she said that she was, like, laying there on the beach with her head on his stomach. And when I tell you, I literally wanted to, st- like, I I was kicking and screaming, like, oh, so giddy. Like, I was, like, writhing on my bed because I was just, like, so excited by that. It was such a small thing. But, like, how do you not tell that you're in love with someone when you're doing that? Like, how do you, even if you're not already in love with them, how do you not fall in love with them? I, I feel
2: that.
0: like, I feel like it's one of those things where, like, they... Are in love with each other, they just don't realize it because throughout the whole book, he was making these comments to her that like it would make me like get butterflies. Like he would say things like, I envy the guy that ends up. I'm with just you, gonna say like, that like Sick. Like, Sick. like literally, and he didn't even mean it in like a flirty way, he like he meant it, you know what I mean? Yes, he, like he was so genuine, and literally that I think that was in the moment, like. During, the, like, that was after they had sex, right? So, yes, I feel like she was already like realizing she has feelings, and that obviously did a number on her, as it should. Because you know what, like, if someone tells you that, you're gonna literally take it to heart and like you're gonna overthink, and you're gonna like mm-hmm. so many thoughts are gonna be going through your head. Like, and he was constantly making these comments to her,
1: yes, yeah, and v- vice versa to her, him. yeah, exactly. Like, same she thing. was doing the same thing to him, too,
2: yeah. I feel like okay obviously like there's i like in the past i've like hooked up with i've already liked a guy friend and hooked up with a guy friend but afterwards it feels just like like obviously things change to the max you know they, they didn't want to admit it like there was obviously a clear shift so i feel like yeah, like jen was saying like when those things happen afterwards you're like kind of pinpointing it more and like i've had times where like my guy friend would be like i love you like i have friends but in my head i'm like I felt weird. It didn't feel the same. You know, like he just, it feels different. Um, But I did highlight, you know, I love my highlighting (laughs) part in the book when like, it's, I think it's in Millie's perspective. She said, oh, she says, I'm close with the other guys, but for whatever reason, it's different with Reed. Not that, not kind of different, but closer. Maybe it's because he's always known to find me in my true crime section of the bookstore. And like, she goes on and on. And that was before they hooked up. But I feel like it's like, he, he like stuff she was saying like hey it's not about the crime section in the bookstore it's because you liked him and he understood you as a person on a deeper level literally. but i love like those moments like when they were like still friends fully that like she just had those things
1: yeah no literally that i have so many highlights from that first chapter of the way she was describing him and their friendship that were just like so special to me because it was just like there's just such pure like Love behind it, and at that point it was pure friendship love. But like, there's just so much love behind it. Like, she said, "I'm reminded all over again that the first thing I noticed about him was his smile. Like, that's such a sweet thing to say." And, um, she said, "Who always roots for the underdog in any sporting event? Who pretends he enjoys classical music so Chris doesn't go alone to the symphony? Who buys a new pair of running shoes precisely every month? Like, she knows him so well."
2: (laughs) Me. I we need to become a fiction. Years. Leave the page and become a real person, and then like knock on my door. Like I want him.
0: Genuinely. He's so perfect. This is why I can't find someone in real life because I have Reed standards. <sighs> I know.
2: I know. The, the so men my women.
1: Literally, the thing that's so sad is like I really feel like men don't like, like this don't exist.
0: They don't. Like,
1: exactly. And like maybe to so an
0: extent, so maybe.
1: That's so depressing. Like I'm gonna kill myself
2: i just saw this thing um i highlighted it from like reed's perspective with it and like the way even he, he talks about her it's like phil's like it doesn't feel like he's objectifying her even after they hook up but he's like um so he like looks at her ass and he's like it's it's just that it's millie's ass initially briefly she was known as dustin's millie later and better she was known as one of the guys millie r millie now it appears she's drunk flirty millie and like he later says but like how not like he kind of didn't look at her that way but he says not that he didn't look at her that way but he says like mostly i think she's been off limits because she's never shown any particular interest in any of us and like i like that like i love that like sometimes i feel like when guys and girls become friends and they find out later that the guy liked you like there's a misconception sometimes that like they were only friends with you for that and like i like that this shows like reed genuinely liked her as a friend and it wasn't always about this but now he looks at it that way or like this created this underlying thing that made made him realize he thought about her that way but i love that it wasn't like like for him before he just didn't think about it that way like, that's, like, true, and it's not always, like, some underlying motive to, like, hook up with the friend, you know?
1: Yeah, they just genuine, had such genuine friendship love for each other that just, like, blossomed. And that's, I was gonna say, I really loved the development of the relationship in this, because I feel like sometimes friends lovers, it's just, like, there's there's too much to it, and it's just, like, it's, like, okay, like, just get together, like, you're being annoying, like, you're being too weird about it, like, it's, it's not that deep. But then sometimes yeah. it's, like, not deep enough. Girl, what? I'm sorry, did you say something? Anyway, um. but then sometimes there's, like, moments when it's not deep enough, and it's, like, okay, I know, like, there's no way you just, like, are all of a sudden all in. Like, no, no qualms, no nothing. Like, you're just, like, all of a sudden, you know, boom, bang, you're married. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, this had a very natural progression, I feel like. Like, they were both so confused for, like, a good amount of time. They weren't, like the whole time like girl what I don't know why I don't know are we together are we not are we like what's going on like they both realize their feelings in a very normal timeline I
0: love that but also you also have to add in that Catherine factor because because while she was falling in love with Reed he was kind of like juggling Catherine Daisy and Millie all in one. You know what I mean?
2: so yes. and i
0: think at the end obviously it was between katherine and millie but mm-hmm. without realizing it it was millie the whole time <laughs> you know yes
2: and it drove me not to like she would get mad at him but like girl you know it's you like, I get, and the one point like okay pause i love that like he would kiss her on the cheek when he like whatever they would have sex and like he, would, he felt like it was too awkward to stay so that was like really sweet yes. but like at one point like When she's like balancing Catherine and her, and he's like interested in both. Like, he even tells Catherine about Millie, and he's like, you know, kind of kind of hints towards his like feelings towards her, like how she's so amazing, how they would um, get along really well. But then, like, she they have sex for the time at second time at his parents' house, and he leaves obviously after. And she notices in the morning that like he sent Catherine a message at like three o'clock in the morning and she's like oh my god he had sex with me and then messaged her blah blah I'm so mad like who else is he doing this to and I want to be like girl like you I know it's easier said than done but like that is you first of all how can you be annoyed like clearly the reason why he's connected to her is because it's you talking but two like you also are telling him like oh we're just friends still you're like still like Jen pointed out yeah. earlier like and this time it wasn't the guy, it was her. Like she was very like adamant, like, oh, we're just friends. We're so cool. Like, you know, we're so, we're so friends. Everything's fine. And he yeah, felt like, yeah. you know, like Millie wasn't an option fully. Like It was just like, they slept together and they were so best friends. Like she wasn't there emotionally for him in that way that he was ready.
0: Yeah. Like he yes. he constantly, even like before it became more of a thing with Catherine, he, he always made sure with Millie if it was okay, because he knew, you know, like they had something else on the side going on. And Mm -hmm. she would always pretend she wasn't jealous when we all knew she was. Mm -hmm. And like, she'd just be like, it's fine. Like go on your dates, go talk to Catherine, go talk to Daisy. Or like when they were doing the profiles, like she was getting jealous for Catherine. Like, girl, (laughs) like you're embarrassing yourself right now. Like I, I I cringe. I was like, girl, don't do this. Cause like, you know, like if it was someone else, she wouldn't have felt that way, but it was her, but they didn't know it was her, you know? Yes. It's just she put herself in these situations. She put herself in these situations, and, like, I felt like Reed always wanted to, like, give her the opportunity to like say something on her like her side, and she just never, ever did it.
1: Yes. he He time and time again, prompted her to open up. And like, not in a way, he the thing that I loved that he was he was prompting her, but he never pushed her. Yes. And I, I really I love that. And that shows his emotional maturity because like he he knew that's what he wanted, he knew that's what he needed in from her, but he knew that she couldn't give it to him at that time, and he was willing to step back. Yeah. And that shows like a lot of like restraint and power and also respect from him to her, which I love because men don't have
0: respect. You don't find that, um, yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> also um so now I'm I also like Ren love my highlights and I'm going through my highlights as well and there's something that like also really stuck out to me in the sense of like I relate to Millie um one thing she said was I wonder whether I'm single not because I haven't met the right person yet but because I'm not the right person yet and I think that's such a good quote to think about because I get on myself a lot about like being a late bloomer and like being single and sometimes I'm like oh I'm so lonely blah 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 but at the end of the day like if I had dated in high school or something, I feel like I would be so much more fucked up right now because I was just like not in a place where I was ready for that at all. Like I've grown so much, even since like last year, I've grown so much. So I'm like, I, you know, putting things in perspective in that way, that like I'm just not the right person yet. There's still room for me to grow. It's like, wow, (laughs) that's beautiful. Like if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else?
0: yes it is that it is that yeah
1: yeah which like that like it, it reminds me of that sort of energy because yeah. like and i lo- i love that and i need to remind myself of that so thank you christina lauren for reminding me of that
0: uh shout out to christina lauren for doing it once again
1: exactly they do the doing the damn thing
0: as they exactly should. as they should every time
2: um i was gonna say like i caught when you said like if i you're like the early bloomer which i am too like i didn't have sex for the first time until i was 18 and then like i never had a boyfriend i talk from guys yeah but i feel like i had a lot of friends who yeah i had a lot of friends who had it like really early and always had a boyfriend so like i feel like i like a lot i went through a lot of shit in high school with my with like personal self-esteem and then like some like family issues and stuff but i feel like honestly my how I feel about dating now wouldn't be as bad if I just dated in high school and I feel like I'm just so used to rejection or like people not being interested in me that like I think that I'm just always like in my head like even with the guy friends that maybe I've been interested in in the past that it's like oh well they're not gonna like me because nobody's ever seen me that way so that's like my perspective of it but I do appreciate that like your emotional Like, my emotional intelligence is a lot better now. I'm not even who I was, like, last year. Like, I agree. But, like, I, when you said that, I kind of thought to myself, like, can I I relate to that? And then, like, I realized that I'm, like, the opposite for the most part. Um, I think, like, being a late bloomer, like, or maybe not having a million boyfriends, like, kind of fucks you up in a sense later on. Like, emotionally opening up. And Like, you only understand it if you're also a late bloomer, you know?
1: Yeah. Like, I feel like the sense of like actually opening up to a guy in that sort of way I'm terrified of in a way I feel like if you've had relationships and things like that I mean obviously everyone's different and you can have a relationship relationship that really fucks you up and changes you in that way you know so it's easy from an outside perspective to be like oh I think it'd be easier if I was in this position you know what I mean and I feel like that's kind of what I'm like that's almost what I'm saying is I I feel like this kind of made me realize that like it's easier to say like oh if only I didn't this if only I'd done that and that's kind of what like this I, I don't know if you heard the quote that I read Wren, but it said I wonder whether I'm single not because I haven't met the right person yet but because I'm not the right person yet
2: and yeah like that, that's deep <laughs>
1: that yeah that that's what like caused this thought process of mine
2: mm-hmm. you know yeah like, you change every day like as a kid i was i'm like i don't know who that was anymore it's like shameful to even think like that not like not that i was a horrible person but i was just so different and like yeah it does as a deep quote see i Millie's so fucking relatable she's i love her and like christina laura like really writes it so good
0: would you guys recommend this book i mean we know our answers but we got to say it out loud one um we can say a million all together oh okay yeah i was just gonna,
1: yes. <laughs> I was gonna say i think we can all say it together one two three yes oh something i did want to say also that was just like touching on what you were saying Ren, um was uh you mentioned the iming thing and how like that can be so cringy in books and i did fear when i saw like when i flipped the page and i saw oh. the im messages i was like oh no but it really they did it in such a good way and honestly their messages had me laughing up a storm they were they were just so funny I literally highlighted some of the things just because I was like that's funny so witty
0: and it's so them like like literally you could see each person's like personality you know like their individualness like it's not stale ever like they have such a good banter and dynamic and like I love it and I feel like something as having read both like
1: books where there's just one and then ones where they're like interconnected standalones where you get like the stories of different characters i feel like you can tell when a character is really a good side character when you want more from them even. and i found myself wishing that this was a series because i want to read the love story of ed i want to read the love story of chris and his sister you know not his not not his sister sister, but Reed's sister you know, like, I want I want those books, and I got excited for a second because I remembered The Soulmate Equation by Christina Lauren, which I haven't read, but I was like, I know it's science, like, it's someone who works in science, and I was like, is it one oh. of them? It's not. It's, there's no connection, but I got
2: really hopeful. I feel like that would be so good for, like, Alex and, um, no, wait, Chris, or is it Chris or Alex Chris, who do it?
0: It's
2: Chris. Chris. And Chris? Chris is is the child, it's like, he's known... Um, read the longest so like like that whole trope would have been so good like yeah. the is a story and I feel like Ed especially was so monumental for like Catherine the Catherine Millie like release like he figured it out he heard them having sex and called called them out and then he was like it's gonna you're gonna get like tied up in that like he kept it a secret then told somebody else but like I love that he was like it was kind of a group effort with like releasing Catherine and then like how you know since Reed's so close with all of them like me and Jen we were reading it like one thing we said was like that made us sad was you know like especially in guy and girl friendships like it felt like when Reed was mad at Millie it felt that it was kind of like all of them against Millie like not uh, like they didn't do anything personally but it just felt like I was gonna say, yeah. they're, they're on his side and like I think like I don't know the group dynamic overall is great but like I thought it was interesting how like Ed it felt like Jess and Winston like when that and Millie and Ed were talking about they when he discovered that whole thing it felt like they're that dynamic and then I love that but then when it felt like it changed over and he kind of was with Reed I was like damn that kind of hurt because I don't know but that was the one thing Mean Jen discussed was like they made us sad so yeah. was, yeah, like
0: they, they, all, her. they all chose sides and it was Reed I think yeah. by default because he was in the right this time but yes. also it made me sad because it kind of solidified how Millie felt and like yes. in, in the way that like she was alone like at the end exactly. of the day she was going to be by herself and it it made me sad because I've been in friendships where like I know they wouldn't choose me if it was like mm-hmm. not to me and someone else like i I felt like an outsider in my friend group sometimes and Uh I mean like that's normal because I guess like everyone has like people they're closer to and that's fine and she was fine with it but it just hurt because like I've been there before you know what I mean and I was so mad and sad for her even though like I understand that Reed was right I I know that he was in the right but that part still hurt but I also feel like they realized that Millie was the glue to their friendship because even even like when she was gone like things were not the same within their friendship like it was that that lunch thing yeah was it
2: like the lunch was like her idea or something like that's why they all had lunch together
1: yeah like I think Reed talked about the beginning that like before she joined the group they would just like have sporadic hangouts and like it was just kind of like whenever they saw each other but then Millie's the one who like ritualized things and like they started having their Monday and Wednesday lunch dates and like they started going to her house for football and like all that stuff
0: yeah so like she was really the glue and like I think Ed and or Alex one of them mentioned it at one point they were like "Um, are you gonna be done are you gonna be done like being mad at her it was Ed right he like something along the lines of like are you done being mad at her because like we miss her (laughs) yeah it was something like that but like it was just so sweet because they all missed Millie and I'm yes.
1: just uh, I-, I also wanted to say I loved Millie's growth flow where she she does learn to open up and she
0: oh up yeah.
1: and she goes to her her dad and she visits her dad and her sister which is like one of the hardest things she has to do because she doesn't want to go home she doesn't want to have to like be at home and like do all those things but then she goes and she's like it's really not that bad And she has Reed at that point to support her and her friends. And I love that when they get together it doesn't change things for all of them. Yeah. yeah.
2: I would love to see like a sequel just like them dating within the friend group and like them all hanging out. I just Mm -hmm. want to watch them in a TV show. I just want to watch it and just see them move on with their lives and have their daily lunch hangouts. And then Millie going to Reed's house because his mom loves her so much. I just want a sequel just to to see those moments. Yeah,
0: Yeah. exactly. I'm I'm with Andy. We're like, I want the spinoffs. I feel like even Alex, you guys forgot about Alex, but I think that he has a lot of potential. He literally, Mm -hmm. like he's literally Uh, that playboy. Exactly. (laughs) Bro, we need that. That's what I need. Alex Ramirez, you know what, get I'm here I'm here I just I I'd love to see more like Addie said like I'd love to see more of the side characters like I'm literally attached to all of them yeah
1: so good when when Ed gets with like at the end it mentions like his new girlfriend um and it's one of the other lab students or lab um grad students I am so happy for him because he's literally He's, like, the, the boy who was, like, he just drinks himself to death because he's sad and lonely, sort of. And he's just, like, the funny guy, you know? He's always the funny guy, but not the cute guy. And I was, like, but you have a girlfriend now, like, as you should. I be know. Kid, as you should. Be. Lauren,
2: let's write this for us, please. <laughs> like, we if need that. If you are
1: listening, Christina and or Lauren, make a series. Thank you. That's, all, that's oh, our God. message.
0: Please and thank you. Exactly. Yes. Please. <laughs> so... But yes, we, I, rec- I would recommend the book to answer your question, Jen. Right. <laughs> I would obviously recommend this book, too. Like, I, I, I think I'll reread it again for the third time. Yeah. <laughs> just not it, but. This is definitely going to be a book where, like, I just randomly think about a
1: moment and I have to go reread it.
0: Yeah, it's a comfort is, read. Exactly. I was going to say that. This has turned into a comfort book for me. I mm-hmm. think, like, if or if I'm ever in a slump, this is one of the books that I'll go to, to, like, get me out of it, I think.
1: Yes, which I've noticed. Of all, I've read three Christina Lauren books, and I do that a lot with those. If I'm yeah. like in a slump, or if I'm, you know, I something will randomly remind me of Josh and Hazel, or something will remind me randomly remind me of Olive and Ethan, and I'll go read parts that I love because I'm just like I miss them and I crave this feeling again, yeah. and I will be that way with this book.
0: Good as you should. It deserves it and more. This exactly, book exactly. is literally so underrated. Ren and I were literally talking about it before Christina Lauren posted it, and they posted it like the next two days.
2: Yes, yeah, like, we're like, oh my God. And I, there applies to manifest, them. Like,
1: you manifest. I agree. Yeah.
2: Thank you so much for listening. We're so happy to be back. Like, we've missed just sitting together so much and discussing our favorite books. And happy Valentine's Day. I hope it's a great day. Thank you for
1: listening you. to us. We love, we love, You all, wink, wink, Valentine's Day, love.
0: Or Galentine's Day, if you're single. Or Galentine's Day. Day. Yes.
1: Celebrating with your gals. Exactly. 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 So as you guys know, we always end with saying what our next book is going to be. But we've decided for our next episode, which you can catch on Monday, uh, March 7th at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're going to be putting up a poll on Instagram where you can decide what we're going to discuss next it'll be between reminders of him by Colleen Hoover and the Spanish love deception by Elena Armas so keep your eye out for that in the next couple of days on our Instagram at boozy book talk pod and you can vote and let us know what you want to hear from us here uh, okay I'm gonna say that again and let us know what you want to hear us talk about
0: you can follow us on our socials at Boozy Book Talk Pod on Instagram and TikTok, and you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or pretty much anywhere podcasts are available. Also, make sure to subscribe and give us a review, and be sure to follow us on our individual Goodreads
2: and Bookstagram accounts. Yes, <laughs> thanks for listening.
0: Cheers. Cheers.